Maggie, guess what? What? It's Christmas. It is Christmas. Well, kind uh, of. I mean, Christmas in July. I love that it's July 25th when yes. we're recording this. It's so perfect. <laughs> yeah. So, unfortunately, that doesn't work out as well for our listeners. Honestly, but for I'm us, overcome, I am overcome with the Christmas spirit. I just feel well, so full of Christmas joy. Yeah. I mean, uh, and this this episode did that to me. You did. You did also bestow upon us one of the greatest gifts, which is our new cover art for our podcast. Yes. In in well, in now honor everybody of knows three. that I didn't. Uh, I didn't update it at the beginning of season three. Now they know I updated it at episode seven. Yeah, but like three. it's Thanks so good. It's so good. I don't care. Thank you. It's amazing. Oh, people. Well, pe- the the audience loves it. Everyone I've talked to is just over the moon because I Sam- I think it's very good. I Sam, what it. is your Christmas cocktail this evening? Um, water. <laughs> yeah, I have iced green tea with a whole psyllium husk in, in it. Oh, nice. So. Yeah, I take Metamucil, so, you know. I, I, I take the off-brand Metamucil. <laughs> What's up? Welcome to the car family. Our digestive systems are trash. They are garbage, and I don't really understand how they're so garbage, because I only eat vegetables. Well, okay. Yeah. Okay. We're talking so, about Glee, because that's what this podcast is about. It's Sam we're making not talking. Glee. We're not talking about our individual pooping habits. No. Although so, that might come up again, so stay tuned. Um, so, anyway. So this episode is... It is an episode. It okay. Is. It's season three, episode nine, Extraordinary Merry Christmas. I keep wanting to say extraordinary Merry Christmas because that's how they say it in the song. Yeah, I mean, either way, I think you can technically pronounce that word however you want, just like every word because it's English and we're in America. So, you know, say whatever you want. English means nothing anyway. Language is all garbage. um, And it's, you know, it's not a frictionless conveyance of thought language. Let's not get into that, though, because I do have quite the lecture (laughs) about it. Give me the stats for the ep. Yeah, so this originally aired on December 13th, 2011. Uh, Seems with, early for Christmas. I mean, yeah. But it had 7.13 million viewers, which is barely up from last week, which had 7.11 million viewers. So You'd think they'd pack in the peeps for the Christmas app. I mean, we're, we, we're going to have to talk about it, but like... It is... It is honestly such a shame that <laughs> season three has gotten less viewership. I know. Than season two. To be fair, season three so is much so better. much better. It's so much better. But <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, it was written by Marty Knoxon. And who is it directed who, by, Maggie? I mean, why it's <laughs> it's directed by Matthew Morrison. What? <laughs> no. <laughs> Oh, God. Maybe they're just like, oh, Maddie, you can have this one. It's the Christmas episode, so you can't fuck it up. <laughs> well, but little did they know. No, uh, no dude. Who's, who's the writer? Like, it's, Well, it's Marty Knoxon, which I I feel like I recognize the name. Uh, doesn't ring a me, bell for me. So. Let me do some some cursory Googling okay. because... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to expand on why I said the thing about Matthew Morrison. Um, yeah, let's hear it. 
I, I didn't actually notice it as much when I was rewatching it, but to be fair, I wasn't paying that much attention. But watching it the mm-hmm. first time, Chris, my boyfriend who watches with me that I like to steal the words of, um, did point out that the cinematography in this episode is nauseating. Like, there's a lot of spinning. There's a lot of, like, yeah. really shaky cameras. It's just yeah. really bad. There, there's also, like, so many shortcuts yes. the entire app. Like, they don't really linger on anything for very long. No, and, the, like, most of the plots are, like, really dumb. And you're okay you're being mean i love this episode <laughs> like we're gonna and talk about I, it obviously but i like, realize why i recognize marty Knoxon's name it's because she was uh a writer and executive producer on buffy oh like, okay that's that's her claim to fame cool. really well uh because she like produced like at least a couple like she was the basically the showrunner on buffy for a season like the last few seasons okay well, you know, only the best for the Glee Christmas episodes, except also well, Matthew Morrison. So, it... <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I am not in the same frame of mind as you for this episode. We're we're gonna have to see how this shakes out. I guess. Let's get right into it. Just like the episode, there's no recap yes, for us. Thank God. Oh, yeah, Mercedes is belting out the song we've all wanted to hear for three seasons. All I want for Christmas is, is you. So good, though, because Mercedes sounds so good. Yeah. Like, I mean, so essentially, to set dress here. Listen, this could be be a radical thing to say. She sounds better than Mariah. I I mean, if I think out of context, like the single, I think it actually Mm -hmm. does. In context, they cut like a critical verse. And also, it's like awkward. And also, we have to watch Finchel kiss at the end. And I'm just not into that. So So, it's similar to last season when they opened the Christmas episode with Misfit Toys. Yeah. What's the actual name of that song? Oh, God. Who knows? It's not uh, not the title you'd think it'd be. It's definitely not the Island of Misfit Toys, which is what... You know, you would assume. But that's the song. Yeah. They're decorating the uh, the choir room, and they're doing that again here. Uh, yes. And it's very sweet. They're all throwing boxes at each other, and they've got some tinsel that they do some prop work with. Yes. There's also a really nauseating moment where the yeah. ca- they're all spinning in a circle, and the camera, like, stays in the middle, <laughs> and they all, like, ru- like, it spins around them, and it's just yeah. lots of spinning in this number, which is a real shame, because the number is very good, but it's just, yeah. please stop. <laughs> just make sure you're not eating. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> uh, but Sam's right. The song ends with Mercedes holding a piece of mistletoe so that the straights can kiss underneath. Ugh. And not uh, and not like a fun pair of the straights, Finchel. Yeah, Finchel. Why not Tyke? I'm fine with them. Yeah, that'd be great. We don't get a lot of them this episode, though, so. We sort of do. Tina does have a line. What's <laughs> That's up? Great. Well, uh, she gets interrupted. <laughs> we'll get to it. Um, so then we get the yeah, glee. It has a little Santa great, hat. Though. Yeah, it's whatever. Um, the song is really good. Sorry, I was talking about the glee interstitial, like the little pop-up thingy. Yeah. Anyway, so let's move to the next scene. Um, the... Rachel is presenting Finn with a list of things that she wants for Christmas. Um, so should we talk about how Rachel is Jewish? Well, before we talk about that, can we talk about the throwaway joke where Finn says, I thought that we stopped, we decided that the things we did wrong this week list was not fun for anyone. Or something like that. <laughs> yeah, a slight mention of the glist. Yes. Speaking of, uh, this is, we're not close to like the middle of the season yet, but 
don't forget, we we are ranking people on our own list. <laughs> oh, that's right. Okay, thank you. So keep that shit in mind. Yes. Anyway, um, during this like scene, we cut to Finn in the locker room with basically all the New Direction boys. Yes. Maybe they all work out together. Maybe they're all in the same gym class. Maybe because Kurt's also there. Is the yeah, point of I, this? Well, so is like Blaine is yeah. there. Yeah, that's true. Blaine, Mike, Artie, Puck. They're all there. Yeah. Uh, and Finn is lamenting that he doesn't know what to get for Rachel because she's very high maintenance. Uh, Artie's like, get her some socks. And Blaine is like, I agree with Artie. Get her some socks. <laughs> Great. Mike <gift> says, <laughs> Mike says, what, uh, like a walk is never a bad way to go. Yeah. Rory, Racism? Well, Rory suggests soil after that. So, yeah. probably, yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Uh, and then we see, like, Puck, and he's like, that's why I don't have a girlfriend. No high-maintenance garbage. Uh, no. And then Kurt sort of leans out from, like, a wall. When yes. He's washing his face, and he's like, oh, I hear something. And then we cut back to the present where Kurt, uh, where Finn's like, oh, Rachel, who who told you that I didn't know? Was it Kurt? And she's like, no. And then Kurt walks by and says, yes. <laughs> yeah. That's that's one of the best hard-hitting jokes of the episode, I would say. I, it, it is very good. Um, I don't know why Rachel will lie about that. Like, why not just... Anyway, so the, the joke here is that Rachel has made a list of 15 very expensive things. And Finn yes. is a poor high school student, so he cannot afford them. But Rachel expects wants, them nonetheless. Yeah, she wants five things on the list. We don't know what exactly what's on there, but we know there's spray tan and teeth whitening. Yeah, so it's a, it's very it's very clear that the list is expensive things because yes, yeah, and so I guess the main reason that we have this plot is that Finn. Well, I know there's another reason later, but the main reason mm-hmm. right now is that Finn gets to make a joke where he calls her Kim Kardashian. Yeah, he's like, oh, I'm dating Kim Kardashian, which like, what the fuck are you talking about? Exactly. Like, yeah, it's. Being being materialistic doesn't automatically make you Kim Kardashian. She has no. so many other like identifying things that are not Rachel. You know. I, I was also going to say she also has so many other identifying flaws that make. Yeah. <laughs> wow. You mean I like Kim Kardashian? Hey, I mean, if only she wasn't tied down to that one. You know what I mean? Like... Yeah, I, I gotta say I I have a lot of different feelings about Kim K now that Kanye is a part certified of garbage. Yeah. Also a part of her. Like, you can't... Uh, whatever. Kanye well, they've been Kanye together is for a, a long time. Uh, <laughs> so, Kanye, yeah. stop tweeting. Please. So, Please. The, next, <laughs> the next scene, uh, Wheels, Porcelain, and the other gay yes. are in Sue's office. Yes. Which is th- the names that she has given Artie, obviously. Yes. Kurt, which we already know. His name is Porcelain to Sue. And other gay is Blaine. Yes. Uh, fun note, when I was writing notes for this, I forgot Blaine's name for a good 30 seconds. I was like... Did you call him Darren? What was your... No, I just, I literally just couldn't remember. Other I was, gay. I was like, Artie and Kurt and... Huh. Other gay. The evil one. Yeah. Hmm. And then eventually I got to Blaine. But, yeah, so Sue has called them there to apologize? Forgive? Well, she insults them to start <laughs> off and yes. then invites the choir new directions to sing at a soup kitchen yes and Artie's like oh i thought you didn't believe in homelessness well both Artie and kurt say that because yeah she did say that a lot on her campaign trail 
Yes. Uh, then she comes out with another cavalcade of nicknames. Yes. Stumbles for Artie. Gelfling for Kurt and young Burt Reynolds for Blaine. <laughs> Which Blaine best, Blaine yeah. looks happy about. Like he's confused. That is the best part of the scene. <laughs> yes. Is he's like Mark he's like a little bit confused and then he's like, Oh yeah. Thank <laughs> you. Yeah. But uh yeah. That was what I was going for. Thank you. <laughs> but yeah, so um Sue then tells them that she's feeling kind of adrift since this will be her first Christmas without Jean. You'll remember her sister passed away at the end of last season. Um, and so Sue has decided she's going to take this opportunity to try to avoid her Give feelings back. by giving back. Um, yeah. Which Artie and Kurt and Blaine all agree to help out um, because they sound, they're like, it sounds like a good cause or whatever. Meh. Yep. So Then we go to the choir room. We found out that New Directions has a decorating budget. Yes. How much of that $60 a week do you think goes into the decorating yeah, budget? It's a really confusing... <laughs> plus, I don't know if it's $60 a week. I thought it was $60 a month. $60 oh, wow. a week is pretty handy. <laughs> that is, that's more vocal adrenaline speed. Um, that's about what I get paid at my retail job. Wow, Meg. That, you're, you're almost a high school choir. Good job there. Um, <laughs> that was a joke. I do get paid... Less than that. Of, um, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, Rachel has a confusing line at the beginning of the scene where she's looking at the tree and she's like, you know, this was worth spending all of our decorating budget on, which like, what? Like, what uh, else then... are you going to decorate for? Halloween? Like, whatever. <laughs> yeah, and, but but why was there a decorating budget at all? Like, why is in a, any money set aside to decorate the choir room? Maggie, Shouldn't it's, it all go it's to for morale. And... It's for morale, Maggie. Hmm. Anyway, so uh, Rory arrives. Finn yeah. makes everyone shut up to listen to Rory because he's the leader. Um, and then Rory tells everyone that he's going to be alone for Christmas. His mom can't afford to make it out or something like that. Um, and he then dedicates a song to his family and also the king. And then we get another good joke where Kurt says, Jesus? <laughs> and uh, Blaine just sort of touches his arm and shakes his head like, no, no. no. But wrong. yeah, it's it's not that king. It's Elvis because Rory is singing Blue Christmas. Yeah, I just maybe I'm just not into Rory's like aesthetic. I just yeah, I find I, the song boring, especially in comparison to a lot of the songs in this episode. Yeah, that's fair. I it sort I, of brings the mood down. Yeah, at the beginning here. Well, I, I think it's pretty nice. It's a classic. Um. I, I wrote down maybe it's a little vanilla. I mean, Rory is mm. like Elvis in general. Elvis yeah. at the time was revolutionary. I don't think this is one of Elvis's more revolutionary songs, though. And yeah. also, Rory is very white and dressed like he's from the 90s. Makes sense because Ireland is like 10 years behind in terms of style. And sure. like, I don't know. It's again, it's weird because like it feels like Rory, the actor. Uh, yeah, Damien, the Damien smile. It can yeah, he's so his face is just so happy all the time, and they make him sing all these sad songs. Like, yeah, did they think it was a funny joke to be like? I don't know. I think maybe <laughs> the the actor Damien McGinty just like naturally sort of has a sh- a show face. Yeah, exactly. Like he's like I'm on television. I should smile. Right. Yeah, that might be part of it. It's you just, know. Yeah, it, it it definitely makes it like feel weird that like. Santana no. echoes my feelings uh, yes. here because as soon as the song ends, she's like, wow, that was depressing. 
<laughs> well, she also she also does say, I may actually be dead right now. Yeah. And then Tina has a has half of a speech where she talks about how they were the misfit toys last year, but this year they're all together and Glee Club's back together and they all love each other and they needed to celebrate Christmas. And then Shu finally shows up to interrupt her. <laughs> Because he's because Tina, he's wearing a plaid Christmas vest. Yes, Tina doesn't get to finish a song or a speech. Never, um, never. But she arrives to tell them all that their luck has turned around because there's a TV producer at a local public station that needs someone to do a Christmas special. Yeah, and she pretty Lima much PBS, already confirmed it for them. Like, yeah, yeah, Lima PBS lost the rights to show the Yule log burning, <laughs> which. That's on Netflix, right? Like, come on. I think so. But at this, it, this was what two thousand eleven. Yeah, eleven was. What were they streaming yet by then? Was it still like oh, DVDs God. in the mail? I don't know. Maybe it was still hard DVDs to know. In the mail. Anyway, uh, Puck has a cool reaction to that, where he's just like, "No, the Yule log." <laughs> also Jewish. <laughs> yeah, also Jewish. Weird. Uh, so. They're going to do a Christmas special, and Shu nominated Artie to direct it. Yes. And Artie's like, well, you know, I promised I'd never sell out and do TV, so I'm really going to have to think about it. <laughs> Great. Cool. These plots make so much sense and are so good. Um, I wa- Okay. Before we move any further, I know this didn't happen in this scene, uh, but it seems relevant because it's about Artie, and it happened earlier in the episode. So in every single song that a woman sings on Glee, it seems like if there is some sort of like sexy interpersonal moment where she connects with someone in the quote unquote audience, just the Glee Club, it's always arty. Huh. Like sort of leaning. Like A lot of them like shake their tits at arty <laughs> all the time. No, that definitely happens a lot in this episode specifically. Yeah. Does that happen a lot outside of this episode? I feel like it does. Like okay. people sort of leaning into arty. To shake their tits at Sitting on Artie's lap. You know. Oh, no, that definitely happens. Sitting on Artie's lap happens quite a bit. Um, so what do you think? Is it because he is... Conveniently a prop? There's that. Also, like, in an ableist sort of writing structure, he can be viewed as more sexless than... But the problem is that the character of Artie has come yeah. off as such a misogynistic piece of trash. But the that, thing like, is, is that like it's he is allowed to be that for right. some reason. It gets lampshaded a lot, and like yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, think I just it, thought it yeah. was something interesting. It is interesting that I finally noticed. Yeah, I I I do. Now that you bring it up, I definitely noticed it in this episode, and I do remember. Like, it does seem like Artie is the go-to for like smaller women sitting down during yeah. songs so i don't know eh, we'll have to keep an eye on that um <laughs> so the next scene is sam and rory they're in the hallway uh sam is coming up to rory's locker where he has his entire family's like posted on the inside of it and it takes like the whole little, locker yeah fam shrine and then sam is like oh well i'll be your christmas sponsor come to my house for christmas because they have to like drive yeah, well, a little bit. And they connect about being away from their families or whatever. Yeah, there's also a fun joke because you'll remember that Rory is staying with Brittany and her family. Yes. Whatever that's like, maybe, I guess. But so Brittany's family is going to visit a gay Santa. Santa Fe. Because Rory knows the word fae means yeah. fairy or gay. Um, yeah. But he doesn't know what trash talk is. So 
Thanks, Glee. Sure. Damn it. Anyway, um, yeah, so let's move on to the next scene. Artie is talking to the TV station producer dude, Borowski, is what the subtitle told me his name is. Happy holiday ableism. He calls him (laughs) Tiny Tim. Which, Uh, yeah. It's the thing I know, like, this is a little more obvious, but every time that Artie talks to a grown man, there's always an ableist joke. Yeah. Every time. Like maybe it's because accurately they have identified that <laughs> older men are the only people who would have the balls to just say that garbage. Well, also I think part of it it's it's weird because it gets like it doesn't ever get I don't feel like it ever gets directly No, it gets directly lampshaded. What am I talking about? Yeah. Artie always like, responds it, it, by being like, I'm going to ignore what you just said. Right? Like, he's never like, hey, don't make an ableist joke, please. It's always like, wow, uh, I'm going to ignore that. Like, what the fuck? It's stupid. Yeah. So, Artie was inspired by a dream Wookiee. Uh, <laughs> Chewbacca that... was teaching some class or something? Yeah. Like, that scene is very funny. I guess part of that, because they don't even include a Wookiee in the final Christmas no. special. <laughs> but I think it was partly as like a like an advertising move They're i like, think we so can put this wookie <laughs> in all the well, and he does the the guy who the... plays chewbacca does get the first listing at the end of the episode in the credits it's the real guy i think so what the fuck <laughs> but like he gets like the per like yeah he's like the first card that comes up on the end credits which i was like huh i guess that is it's how you have to the... do it if you do have chewbacca in your in your glee episode <laughs> for me it's weird that they got the real guy I don't see why they would. It's an advertising play. Also, he wants it to be in black and white because it's like the second best Christmas special ever, the Judy Garland special. Yeah, which you need to remember because Kurt does do sort of a minor Judy Garland impression. Okay. Later. Okay. Uh, And we find out that the the show is going to have an $800 budget. Which we see... It later and like how the set ca- the set has to be more than that. They've got fake snow. They've the got, chalet is yeah. beautiful. They've got like a huge, huge inside. Like I just it's whatever. I, I it's don't amazing. We'll get to it. But yeah. So apparently this will all work. And the also the dude agrees to having Star Wars involved, even though the I was obvious <laughs> copyright problems there. <laughs> the, thing, the rights to using Star Wars characters would cost way more than $800. Like, you're not going to blow your budget on that. What are you even talking about? So, anyway, it's all going forward. So, we move to a performance of Joni Mitchell's River in the auditorium. This is sort of weird, because it's just, like, happening. We don't know why, uh, especially at the beginning here, when it's just being sung by Rachel Berry. Yes. It seems to be decorated exactly the same as it was last year. Yes. Uh, when she was doing, when she was trying to win Finn back yeah. uh, by singing alone on a stage under snow. This time, she's not alone. There's a bunch of people watching her. It's all all new directions, and they like clap for her at the end. And then Artie's like, "Well, that was depressing. Uh, I guess this was an audition for the the special Christmas I guess. special." Yeah. <laughs> I, also, I wouldn't be surprised at this point if. Rachel hadn't set it up somehow with Shu that she just gets to like perform a big grandiose solo every other week or something. Yeah. In order to like keep Rachel happy and happy. also Yeah. 
Like yeah. everyone has to clap for her. Um, and like whatever. A, well, like a fairy, she'll die. <laughs> but yeah, so um, this one, it's funny because like this one is also super duper depressing. Of course, like Joni yeah. Mitchell's River is a very sad song. It's sad. And Artie is like, hey, listen, the Christmas special is not going to be sad. All yes. ups. All, all, ups. all like good vibes. He yes. paints a word picture of the Swiss chalet where of it'll this, happen. Of this super gay Christmas special. Um, I love it. <laughs> yeah. So like we get a little bit of word picture and we're going to go through it beat by beat anyway. But um, essentially Kurt and Blaine are going to be homeowners of a chalet in the Swiss Alps and all of their friends are going to come over for Christmas. Um, and to top it all off at the very end, uh, Itchy, the Christmas elf who will be played by Rory, will arrive to read them a happy version of Frosty the Snowman, where Frosty doesn't die at the end of it, I guess. Artie doesn't know either. Yeah, Sam is like, I want Christmas to be sad, and this is a hill I am willing to die on. (laughs) Christmas is sad. See, okay, here's where this, like, like, this plot is so sad. Stupid. It's like, so weird. Like, like Sam is like determined to. He's like there. Ha- there has to be a sad side of Christmas, and there's like sad music playing underneath. Yeah, like it's it's bizarre because he like gets up to this grandstanding thing, and then already, and he's like, "Well, I'm not going to be a part of it. I'm going to go ring bells for the Salvation Army." Yeah, Rory, he's like, come if on. If your Christmas special's only going to be happy, I can't be a part of it. And he's <laughs> storming out. And he's like, come on, Rory, I'm your Christmas sponsor. Yeah. And Rory's like, I, I gotta stay and learn my lines, Sam. Yeah, Rory kind of abandoned I got, him. I gotta stay and learn my lines, Sam. <laughs> How was that? It was very good. Um, Thank you. Yeah, it's just, this plot is so weird. <laughs> like, why it's suddenly... It's, it's very weird. <laughs> but anyway, so yeah. So this ends. Um, it sounds like we're headed towards this happy Christmas special without Sam. Um, so next we get back to the other weird plot line, which is Rachel yeah. demanding that Finn gives her nice <laughs> gifts. Like- yeah, demanding gifts from Finn. Uh, she starts off this conversation the two of them have in the hallway by saying that Artie is selfish because he won't let Rachel give her gift of her, of, talent. Of her talent on television to people in Ohio. Well, at least the ones that don't have cable. That's right. Uh, then there's some more earring hinting, which we did get a little bit of that last scene. We didn't talk about it. Whatever. Uh, where Rachel pushes her hair behind her ear, and we get a really zoomed-in shot of Leah Michelle's ear here. Like, yeah, we are inside of it. <laughs> this this is so fucking weird. Why? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. And then Finn presents her with his gift he's like oh do you want your present early and rachel's like huh, yes of course give me that bling bitch yeah and hanukkah finn... was last week you dumb piece of shit <laughs> finn gives her a present of a pig Which, uh... yeah, specifically an african sow pig it's like one of those things where like you can uh, essentially yeah. sponsor a like a family to have an animal that they're going to raise themselves and then butcher and eat you know, after a year or Honestly, so. this is a sweet gift. Yes. It doesn't make all that much sense to me why Finn would do this. Well, the joke, but... obviously, is that he once again does not consider the yes. fact that Rachel is a vegan. Yeah, her Rachel first, outlines... her first yeah. response is she's like, he's like, I got you a pig. And she's like, I'm a vegan. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. Don't forget, uh, two episodes, a couple episodes ago, whatever, 
uh, right before they had sex, Finn gave her meat. She <laughs> ate meat. He lied to her. Oh. He's he's, he's a, a criminal. Yeah. Crime. <laughs> yeah. So, um, uh, but so then Rachel tells him, "Hey, that's not the right gift. It wasn't on the list that I gave you to keep you from embarrassing yourself like this." Um, All I want is what's coming to me. All I want is my fair share. So my she question, says that. Yeah. <laughs> My question is just like how last season the special or the, the Christmas episode was ripping off How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Do you think this episode is ripping off Willy Wonka the Chocolate Factory? Because that sounds directly out of Veruca Salt's mouth. Like- no, that it's a line from something though. Yeah, <laughs> I'm I'm googling it. It has to be. It's just like it's. But yeah, all I want is what's coming to me. All I want is my fair share. I like how you're giving it the inflection. It's from Charlie Brown. Oh. It's, um, which is what they're it's... ripping off. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my they... God. Yes, because it's, uh, Lucy. I have yeah, it's not Lucy. It's, it's um, oh, it's, it's Sally. Yeah. Also, I don't know if we can keep that audio. So how about you recreate it for our beautiful listeners? I've said it a couple times in the exact inflection, so. Okay. Well, you know, I, I think I've done a pretty good impression yeah anyway rachel is being Holy selfish shit, it obviously. is so they oh my god glee what? learn to use you your just... own material no but it's the christmas special you know so it's not it's not plagiarizing it's emulating <laughs> is that in is that in copyright law it's not plagiarism if it's honoring. If it's Christmas. <laughs> it's not plagiarism if it's Christmas. Okay. So anyway, let's move to the next scene. Um, they sing. So when I say they, Blaine and Rachel are singing Extraordinary Merry Christmas. I gotta say, I'm getting like, you know, sibling yes. duo vibes. Hardcore. Very, very climb to the top vibes. Yes. Um, but yeah, it's, I mean... My my thing, I wrote down like kind of like how you responded to Blue Christmas. I mean, like, eh, like this song is kind of that way for me. Like, I loved it. <laughs> it's just kind of bland. I yeah. guess, like, yeah. I liked it. Uh, I like the outfits that Blaine sure. and Rachel are wearing. Well, they wore them to um, fucking school. That's okay. Blaine is wearing Blaine a was, blazer. Blaine was wearing a like a velour suit during like, All I Want for Christmas Is You, <laughs> Sam. So. <laughs> Like, I just, I just can't anymore. I mean, to be fair, it's fine. Glee, this is not reality anymore. We are transcended yeah. to a new plane. We're cool. in the Christmas Glee universe right now. Yes. Yes. Anyway. Britanna joins in, does some dancing yeah. with the Sibs. And uh, yeah, they they sing the song. Big smiles on their faces the whole time. And then Artie's like, yep, perfect. That is the exact aesthetic I am going for. Yes. And then, of course, Sue arrives to remind us that they committed to helping out the homeless shelter. Oh, no, they have two dates to to Christmas. Conveniently, the exact same time that they'd be recording this Christmas special. Um, the thing is, is that Sue never told them the day that they were going to be singing at the Sue kitchen. she, She said Friday night. In the, in the original meeting, she does say Friday night. But the thing is, like, she also didn't make it sound like it was really much of a choice. Like, I guess yeah. she kind of did. She invited them. But, like, she is a very overbearing person. And she kind of is coercive. So, I don't know. In this scene, Artie does call out the fact that last season, they emulated the Grinch Told Christmas. And Sue did some pretty heinous shit. 
Um, yeah. Most notably, which is called out, that she made Becky wear reindeer antlers. Yep, dressed oh. as a reindeer. Yes. But, um... Well, yeah. it, it, there's a couple layers. Dressed as a dog, dressing as a reindeer. Right. Um, Santana, someone asks, can we do that another night? And Santana does point out, they'll still be homeless for a while. That's sort of the problem. Um, y- yeah. <laughs> uh, Sue gets, like, really... I guess put out by this like she's like how dare you make a second commitment yes whatever and she bounces uh then we get some shots of an uncomfortable looking Quinn an uncomfortable looking Sam but who gives a shit about them everyone seems kind of uncomfortable but like they all besides Quinn and Sam seem to perk up after that about talking about the Christmas special then we are at the Glee holiday spectacular it is here (laughs) it's happening yes um, we get a yeah. it, the the opening sequence is a direct rip from the Star Wars holiday special, from what I understand. <laughs> okay, yes, that yeah, that makes sense. Uh, because it it starts off saying a long time ago in a chalet far far away, well, and yeah, then we yeah. get like Glee we get a, 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 like the all the characters font. turning and like smiling at the camera, like and yeah. Mercedes Jones and like a big smile right to the. <laughs> Well, right the, to the camera. They, yeah, they they do it mostly in like threes and twos. Um, the best one probably is Mike Cohen Chang and or no, sorry, Mike Chang and Tina Cohen Chang, and then very no quickly, relation, no relation. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's. I, I mean, just love how how happy they all look. Like they're all big <laughs> smiles, and there's a part <laughs> where it's like, and your host Clayn, and they're like doing each other's bow ties. It's cute. It's Ugh. cute. Also, Breadsticks is sponsoring this Christmas special. I guess that's where the $800 is coming from. Yeah. Well, uh, now they have even more Breadsticks. So. <laughs> Woo. Uh, so this spectacular is told in second person. I feel like we should say yeah, that up top. Okay. That's, okay. that's part of this. So it's in black and white, first of all. Also, yep. we are... The, the viewer is a character... In this yes. special, which I'm guessing is like a reference to like Christmas specials at large, because I'm guessing they're all kitschy fuck as this. Like, but it's just you're guessing. Have you never seen a Christmas special? I mean, I've seen cartoon ones. I are you like... are you a clone? A... Were you Sam? What are are you the real Sam? What Christmas specials would I have seen, Maggie? I don't know. Like we don't really watch them in our family. We watch we watch the classics and we the watch cartoons. movies. Yeah, which don't include us as characters thankfully um but i don't know it is anyway so blaine and kurt saying let it snow in their chalet in the swiss alps adorable uh kurt um does some pretty good dancing like probably the best dancing the character has ever done yeah no it's it's very good very choreographed um, and uh, he is wearing like a velvet suit. It's it's hard to tell because of the li- like the black and white yes. lighting, but you you can tell it's like a textured suit. Blaine is wearing a three piece suit with a bow tie. They look great, obviously. Yeah, um, yeah. The other thing is the the chalet is very expensive looking, and also there's a lot of scat play in this song. Not. <laughs> Sorry, not, the I, kink, not the kink kind. Though. No. I well, I guess, may, I guess maybe. I don't know. The we, jazz kind, though. Yes. With, um, the, with the singing. Yes. Um, but, I mean, it's great. It's let it, Yeah, this Let It Snow is sort of like a better version of... The one they the, did last uh, year. The one yeah. they did last year. 
I think it's partly like they're in love for real now. Yeah. Uh, and also like it's for a Christmas special. So they're like all smiles and there's like a lot of choreographed dancing and like and everything is perfect. And there's a lot less like implied rape in this one, which is <laughs> the, great. Always, always a plus. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's so then they. So they sing it and then they're like, oh, who's at the door? And they go over there and Kurt's like, oh, well, let me let you in. And it's the camera. They're like, come in out of the cold. Yeah, it's like, it's, well, they also, what, what is also fun about this is Kurt does introduce himself and Blaine as, quote, he's my best friend and, and my holiday, holiday roommate. roommate. Yeah. <laughs> and then Blaine's like, welcome to our bachelor chalet. <laughs> Which then they like have like the knowing look, very fun. Very kitschy. Um, and then they, <clears throat> excuse me, the character, us, walks mm-hmm. into the house, I guess. Sa- like, Sam and Maggie, featured. Yes. Um, and then we get offered a drink by Blaine as Kurt runs off to do some, like, internet bid thing. Yeah, that is one weird part, is that it, we know that this is set a long time ago in a chalet far, far away. <laughs> but eBay is still a... Th- well, not but, eBay. Yeah, but laptops yeah. exist. And also your internet can go out because of the terrible weather. So, like... <laughs> yeah, Kurt is uh, trying to bid on, like, a necklace Elizabeth from Elizabeth Taylor? Taylor's estate, yes. <laughs> I guess. Uh, and the internet is so bad because of the weather that he can't... Uh, set, he didn't get his bid in on time. He's like, Christmas is canceled. <laughs> and Which... This is the Judy Garland impression bits, by the way. Uh, that's what uh, I figured, but, like... <laughs> Like, and Blaine's just like, oh, nuts. It's, <laughs> but it's yeah. great. Um, so uh, then Rachel and Mercedes arrive. Um, together. Yes. Is this the gay AU? So, is this Ar- <laughs> this is Artie's alternate universe? That was my thing. Is I was like, we, Chris and I were watching it, and he was like, are they supposed to be a lesbian couple? And I was like, I don't know. Like, I What think if they so? were, what? though? What if they were and this show was good? <laughs> Well, the best part is because then Santana and Brittany do arrive later and, like, sit together on the couch. Yes, they cuddle. So, like, yeah. But anyway, so, yeah. So, Rachel and Mercedes arrive. Um, there's a fun joke where Rachel comes in and tells Kurt, oh, I love what you've done with the place. And Kurt's like, yeah, we just gave it a splash of color. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's because it's in black and white. Uh, and there's, like, some fun bits throughout the whole, like, with Mercedes and Rachel there, where Rachel is like slowly inching in front of Mercedes, <laughs> yes. and Mercedes like pushes her away multiple <laughs> times, like "No, stop getting in my eye line." <laughs> yes, um, they do have a moment where they give gifts to Kurt and yes. Blaine. Um, they present they present the gifts to Clayne. Uh, Kurt got a knockoff necklace. Also, <laughs> he's, he, he's we, like, we, "How'd you know, Mercedes? The Elizabeth Taylor necklace <laughs> that I was just bidding on." The the best part is like watching it. You're like, "Are you fucking kidding?" <laughs> like, it's so good though. I lo- it's so ham, yes. and I ate it up. Even though I am also vegan, but that's because uh, then Mercedes turns to the camera, yeah. like because Kurt, Kurt is like, "It's a Christmas miracle." This, and- this part is great, where he presents it, and he's like, "Look, look, ladies and gentlemen, it's the Elizabeth Taylor necklace." And then there's like, uh, the like clapping track. <laughs> yeah, there's an applause track, which is like. <laughs> They use it so much in this, too, that, like, it just doesn't make any sense. I love it, though. I love it so much. Yeah. And Mercedes does, like, a, a fourth wall break to the audience, which is like, yeah, a perfect holiday knockoff. 
Uh, but then, yeah, so then Rachel gives a gift to Blaine that invol- that is a bow tie. Um, With little Christmas trees on it. Yeah, and then also a pair of khakis. <laughs> well, no, you're wrong. It's a pair of capri pants Sorry, that are capris. striped like a candy cane. My bad. I mixed up khakis and capris. They both have and, K names. So Yeah, it's Capri starts with a C, well, you animal. And uh, uh, Blaine, when he's holding up, holding them up he's like and would you believe it i don't even have a pair like this already nobody believes that (laughs) oh man i i sort of revel in like meta jokes that glee make about themselves when they finally get it right and it's just it's just so good that is true that is a very enjoyable part of like especially like christmas specials and stuff when they actually like let loose and like do some like finally ham it up the way that i am craving all of the time but so then, then they all sing my favorite things, which yeah. Well, the, after a little bit of like banter. pushing by Blaine, Blaine yeah. is like, "Come on, ladies, why don't you give us a song? Those t- those keys are just waiting to be tickled." <laughs> which well, Kurt like tickles Mercedes when they cut. <laughs> like, there's just so, so much in this. There's just like, oh, like stupid. Honestly, listen. I don't recommend that people watch every single episode of Glee. I really, really <laughs> if don't. You, if you haven't gotten it from our podcast yet, don't watch every episode but of this Glee. One is, this one is good. Watch it. <laughs> so anyway, yeah. So then... Um, they they sing, sing My Favorite Things. Which is not a Christmas song. Well, this is around the time where it was making the switch. I, I'd say it's around 2010, maybe like 2009 or so, where My Favorite Things just started being a Christmas song. But but that's not how it works. I know. I know it's not, Sam. But it's it's what happened. See, my thing is, like, how... Did Glee make it a Christmas song? Here. Is My Favorite Things a Christmas song? I'm asking Google. Yeah, it's from The Sound of Music. It shouldn't be a Christmas no, song. No, I, I know it's from The Sound of Music. How dare you assume? I'm telling... Oh. What do you mean you don't know the answer? God, I... I fucking hate my Google Assistant sometimes, especially in my Google Home. Like, I'll ask her a question. She'll be like, I don't know how to help you right now. It's like, I wanted you to Google that. I hate you. <laughs> do you tell her that or do you just? Yeah, okay. I do. And then she's like, sorry, I, I'm just trying to help. And I'm like, Fuck <laughs> you, dude. I can't wait for AIs to take over. Um, so uh, anyway. Then they'll just be like, oh, I don't know how to help you. And it's like, of course you don't. You're trying to kill kill um, all humans i don't know yeah and then we have to work in the mines to get the gold question i don't know anyway um because <laughs> robots eat gold <laughs> anyway so then we get to an ad break which is specifically made into an ad break by blaine um oh yes this is so great <laughs> so they they finish singing and then they go sit down and Mercedes is like, what are we having for Christmas dinner, Kurt? And Kurt says, oh, my, in all the excitement, I forgot to turn on the oven. Uh, that's that, the Judy Garland that, say, that has to be a Judy Garland thing. Um, and yeah. uh, then Blaine's like, Haha, how funny. Well, we'll get back to all this after a message from our sponsors. Well, and, and also all just smiling straight at the camera. Well, Kurt's, I love it. Kurt's face looks so... It's... It's not weird. It's just he looks very like pixie esque, <laughs> like gelfling. Yes. he's a little gelfling. He's a little elf. Um, it's yeah. It's weird that Rory got picked to be Christmas elf because let's be real, Kurt looks like he okay, works at yeah. Santa's workshop. Like Kurt, Kurt is elf like, yes. obviously. Um, 
but but yeah. he's but he's the half owner of the chalet. He's the holiday roommate. That's true. To, to Blaine's holiday roommate. Also, obviously, after this ad break, he is a vital piece of this Christmas special because he starts it off by <laughs> saying the weather is so terrible because of global warming. No, no, but right before that. It, Glee does that thing where they try to uh, tell like a joke, a, but it's just the punchline. Yeah. yeah, yeah, where where the scene starts mid joke, and it, then he just is like, "That's not eggnog, Justin Timberlake." <laughs> yeah. I, so is it jizz? Is it? Is it? I don't know. How does that joke start? Who knows? Justin Timberlake shouldn't be in media anyway, so who? So cares? I had this cup of jizz just lying around <laughs> while I was hanging out with Justin Timberlake <laughs> and Timbaland. We were writing his new album. You know, I actually would appreciate a joke where Justin Timberlake drank jizz unknowingly. Drank jizz. But anyway, um, then we get to the global global warming. Yeah, uh, <laughs> where <laughs> they're all just like, wow, that storm is mighty bad. And Kurt says, well, that's because of climate change. Yeah, global climate change is no laughing matter. He like deadpans the camera. And then <laughs> after making this little speech, Mercedes turns and says, I think these are the end times. Also straight-faced. Like, yeah. what well, is, this is this? This is Artie's directing decision to make a social, to make social commentary. Right. Obviously. Also, because well, it does come back up a little later. Where... Yeah. <laughs> but so anyway, then um, Puck and Finn arrive um, dressed as not Luke Skywalker and Han Solo. But it is, it is Star Wars cosplay. Which, which <laughs> to be fair, I think we found the role that Finn has always been. It's Luke. Well, no, it's the person saying the disclaimer about how they're not actually <laughs> the characters from Star Wars. Well, so the best part of this is when they come in, Finn just sort of brandishes his lightsaber. Yeah. Like, unfurls it. It's the only thing that isn't in black and white. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that is also a really interesting choice. Because it's obviously like one of those like toy ones. Yeah. But it has some like weird like CG kind of thing to like give it that like halo effect. Like mm-hmm. it's it's very strange looking. And there's the full lightsaber noise like <laughs> I love that part. Yes. <laughs> I thought it was really great. Uh and they're like, Oh, are are you guys dressed as Star Wars? Are you dressed as Han Solo and Luke Skywalker? And then Finn does that little disclaimer that you mentioned. Yes. No, we are. We're not dressed as those characters because we're not affiliated with Star Wars. <laughs> and then, and then they sing, "Santa Claus is coming to town." Yeah, this is like the rock and roll number. Yes. Uh, Puck is on guitar. Finn yeah. is on bells and drums. A tambourine, I think. Well, the, I, I think it's like a jingle bells mm. thing. But, yeah, and then uh, yeah. also uh, there's a bit where Blaine is on the harmonica. His harmonica solo, though. But, like, I, I think it's... What? I think in the, like, on the wiki page, it's credited as the, like, Bruce Springsteen version. So, yeah, it's very rock and roll. Um, the harmonica solo it, is dope, though. Like, yeah, it is dope. And, like, other, like, characters... Kurt is like, oh, wow, take a look at this. Like, <laughs> like wow, that, harmonica. It's great. Yeah. Um, then... After they finish their song, Tyke and the Cheerios arrive. Mike is dressed as Santa Claus. He's got a big bag that he comes the, through the door with. Uh, yes. And uh, Tina and all the Cheerios rush in, grab ribbons out of the bag, and d- do a song yes. with ribbon dancing. Yes, and it's led by Brittany. Um, Santa and great. Tina are also pretty prominent. It's Christmas wrapping. Um, 
which I don't think I have heard anywhere besides this episode of Glee. I have heard it on like Magic 95, mm, okay. 95 Hours of Christmas. Okay. For sure. Cool. Yeah. Um, you mean the one they start on like December 3rd? October these days. Oh, okay. Great. From what um, I understand. <laughs> yeah. So, but anyway, it's a very good, it's a very good I number. I think it's great. Yeah. It's, it's, it's great. really high energy and it's very cute. Uh, all the Cheerios have like pigtails and Santa yes. hats. <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, so. It's fun, but then this this back half of the Christmas special sort of rush. They're just like thing after thing, <laughs> number, after number, thing. number, number. Yeah. Um. Then we get to the we get to the gravity of the situation, Maggie. Yes. Because Rory the holiday elf <laughs> comes in and flips the script. <laughs> yes, because so everyone is all they're all on these two couches. They're all really cozied up to each other because there's not a lot of space on those two couches. And Itchy arrives. Um, to give them a rendition of Frosty the Snowman. No, wait. He's going to just blatantly rip off the Bible. I Well, the Charlie, yeah. Chris, Charlie Brown Christmas special, but specifically the part where they read the Bible. Like, yeah, so he like pulls out a little book, and he's like, I'm going to read this about the true meaning of Christmas. And Rachel's like, don't you want to read Frosty? <laughs> so We, we, we want to hear Frosty. <laughs> I want to hear Frosty also. Yes. Like, I get that they're plagiarizing Charlie Brown, but it just gets, like, a real heavy, like, Christian propaganda yeah. can, vibe can that we, I'm not about. Can we take the parts where, like, they can't find a good Christmas tree or something? Like, for fuck's sake, I don't need they the did part that last with the Bible. Year. Oh, you're right. Sam, they did that last year. <laughs> you're right. Damn it. I just... I, I agree. Like, I think there's... I think it's fun that Glee is doing this thing where their Christmas episodes, like, line up with old Christmas specials, but, like... Mm-hmm. But I don't need the Jesus part. Like- I don't either. During the Jesus part, we get like shots of all the couples like cuddling. Yes. Tana, Kurt and Blaine like smile at each other. Rachel smiles at Finn who's sitting on the floor like a couple feet away. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And so then. Even though know. like a, a casual viewer would, wouldn't know right. what the couples are here. Well, yeah. Good job, Artie. Um, but so. He gets through the whole thing, and then it kind of, like, pans out. And as it's panning out of, like, the window, Rory turns well, it's, and, it like, deadpans the camera. Like, Yeah. It starts from an outside shot. Uh, yeah. Because, the, like, one of the main shots of this episode is from outside... Well, of this Christmas special is from outside the chalet, like, in the, the window looking in. Yeah. So. Yeah, but so... But yeah, so then it, it like it like pans out and like Rory deadpans the camera as we pan out. And then uh we cut to the homeless shelter where yes. a janitor is playing jingle bells for what is presumably the upteenth time. Yeah, Quinn and Sam are serving food yes. and then we get some more Quinn man splain like people Sam, Sam does the same thing that Puck Quinn. does. Yeah. yeah, he does the same thing that Puck does last did last episode where he's like, "You're worthwhile, Quinn. Just believe me, the man." And Quinn's like, "Yeah, I get it, bitch." <laughs> I, I do like Quinn is like, "Yeah, I kind of got this on handled, okay? Like, thanks for <laughs> whatever." Just like, "Yeah, I already know what I'm doing." Okay. <laughs> yeah, but so then Sue arrives to remind us that Sam was homeless last season, um and also that they are giving that they don't have enough food for everyone because yes times are tough um but here's here's our saviors of the day new directions the rest of them is here to bring the prop meal for it, all the all the homeless people is it wrong for me to wish that matthew morrison had not been in this episode like at all because he was in it very little but he was in it to like interrupt tina 
And then yeah. now he's in it in this specific part to like lead the charge in to be like, we're here, everyone. We're good people after all. And it's like, look at me in my plaid vest. <laughs> Christmas cheer. Yeah. Um, I don't know. But anyway, yeah. So they brought the food that was apparently just set dressing, but was also real food. And like, the Artie's like, yeah, we got cu- our Christmas special got cut short because they got the Yule log back. Okay. Were they doing it live? I thought it was taped. Well, also, though, <laughs> um, they said, like, before this, uh, Finn tells Sam that it was because Rory, like, made them all reconsider, like, what they were doing or something. And then <laughs> we find out that it really was that they, they lost their Christmas special because the Yulog people came no, back. No, I'm pretty sure that, the, that at least part of the Christmas special aired. I think it existed. Like, See, it was on TV. It had, like, you're you're right, because of the way Artie phrases it, where he's like, we lost the last ten minutes. But, like, what? Yeah, <laughs> wasn't this taped? Who would watch this on Friday night? Like, <laughs> anyway. I, I would, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> How did they do the CGI for Finn's lightsaber How did they live? Do... Yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's I yeah. I think it was taped and I think it's just <laughs> Glee doesn't understand how Christmas specials work maybe. They also don't know how to write they don't Plots. they don't know how to write. Yes. But yeah, they don't know how to like get characters where they want them to go, so they just do it and then they're like, "Ah, you don't you don't care." Yeah. Um <laughs> you don't care how they got here. But yeah, so And uh, they're right, I don't. They sing, <laughs> "Do they know it's Christmas?" Well, okay. Let's talk about this. Um because do they know it's Christmas? song is it, it, it is it good or no. is it terrible it's definitely <laughs> because it's, terrible. it's about it's about like kids in africa not knowing it's christmas because it isn't cold right well, okay but the part of, like the first half of it is definitely about that and then they just sing feed the world a lot which i feel yeah. like is a good message like i think the idea is that they don't know it's christmas because they're all starving which also isn't Jesus. a great song <laughs> like, like it's also not great because they're singing it to homeless people. Like, yeah, dig- well, digging into the lyrics isn't great, but I think they sound good. Yes, right. Well, and there's a, yeah. there's a pretty equal, even distribution of parts. Like, lots of people sing. Yeah, well, I mean, my big complaint was that Finn gets the like introductory bit, and like that always sure. kind of sours a song for me. But yeah, what can you do? Um, no, there's a great like. Like you're saying, Mercedes has a lot. Um, Santana has some like little soloy bits in the middle. Tina does really too. Good. Yeah, like it sounds. It's a it aud- 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 orally? audibly, audibly. Anyway, it's it sounds very good. Mm-hmm. I'm just very concerned about the fact that it's over what? a montage of homeless kids. Like, <laughs> yeah, you get a lot of shots of homeless kids. There's one in like a wheelchair that Artie's talking to. You know, yeah. that sort of thing. Yeah. What song would you replace it with? What Christmas jam? Um, I don't know. I don't know either. The Island of Misfit Toys? Like, no, that, that, that also seems um, pretty bad. What about that uh, that song that's just like like a rock and roll version of like that symphonic one? Do you know what I'm talking about? No. Damn it. Carol of the Bells? But like that doesn't have any lyrics, so I don't think that really. No, that's what I'm saying is that they should do something without lyrics, just, <laughs> just sound for the Glee Club to show up to not. Yeah, there's like there's like a joke in the office where they sing the song that I'm thinking of during one of the Christmas episodes. Like it's like 
Dwight really fucking rocking out to it. Whatever. Well, we'll, we'll they'll probably reference it in a future Christmas episode because they of they're running out of holiday specials to copy so they'll just copy the office um they're also running out of a lot of holiday songs they've done quite the quite the gamut maybe here. they should have done like i don't know a hanukkah song oh, are there any but... besides dreidel i imagine so i would but hope it's so. also not as heavily commercialed that's true as christmas um maybe they could have done extraordinary merry christmas here instead yeah like I don't know why, uh, whatever. It's just, okay, this song is not good, and so it's just hard to, like, even though they sing it good, and, like, the their hearts are in the right place, just in the same way that, like, Band Aid, the, like, gr- like yeah. the way that this song was made in the first place, that was my thing. When I watched it the first time, I turned to Chris, and I was like, okay, the problem that I have with this song is that this is exactly the kind of thing where like musicians are like, oh, we have to give back. Let's sing a song. And it's like, yeah, you have plenty of money. Just donate actual money. Like, I think, I think they do. I think maybe? they do too, but I'd rather they just donated money and then told people you should also donate money. Like you don't have to make this like weirdly but it's offensive inspiring. song. It's inspiring to, make- to sing, <laughs> to sing and generalize the entire African continent and say that it's not, it's, they don't know it's Christmas in Africa because there's no water and there's no snow. Like they, ha- they don't s- know it's Christmas because they're not Christian. <laughs> let's, <laughs> let's make them all Christian. Oh my God, man. The colonialization. That's really the, vibe that the song. That's really the song. The, like the vibe the song gives to me. It's just <laughs> this sort of like missionary garbage. <laughs> it's just not great. Um, so yeah. the next scene, let's move forward. It's more Finchel. We're yeah, finally going to close off that plot line. The Rachel has not the over. Truth. That's the thing that I'm most <laughs> offended by. I think is that the song doesn't end with that terrible song. Like, the, or the yeah. episode doesn't end well, with that terrible song. You would hope that the song that the episode would end on a song, but it does not. No. So Rachel has learned the true meaning of Christmas. <laughs> She's also named the pig. Yes. Uh, it's Barbara. Which which. They make a fun joke about how now that kosher. pig is kosher, which is it's a kosher pig. Oh. Then uh, Finn's like, "Well, you know, even though you have learned the true meaning of Christmas, I'm going to reward you with more gifts." Uh, <laughs> so he got Rachel a star. Yes, and Rachel's like, "Oh, did you name it after me?" And he's like, "No, I named it after myself." <laughs> yes. So that what? because there's already a star named Rachel Berry. This is pretty the... smooth. Okay, no, 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 no. This gift is weird and doesn't make sense. Well, I got you the star, his... but I named it after me. His reasoning is that wherever Rachel is, she can look up in the sky and know that Finn Hudson is... Looking at her. Is, is looking at her. Is voyeuristically spying on her. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I think it's like, he's like, I've elevated myself to being a star to so that I can... a god be... in your world, Rachel. <laughs> Like, I just, I, I understand. I understand yeah. the idea that this is, like, a sweet thing to do to be like, oh, you'll always remember me type of thing. Like He's also but, complimenting Rachel by calling her a star. Yes, but, like, time. it's the weirdest thing. Just buy yeah. her a fucking real gift. And then he did anyway. Like, why did you place the money on the fucking star? Like, I don't know where he got all this fucking cash. He, well, he uh, hawked he his Letterman her jacket. Earrings. Yeah. Yeah, he presents her with some earrings. And he's like, oh, I sold my Letterman jacket uh, on, on eBay here's the thing one who the fuck would buy that uh and two did you notice that they planted the letter jacket in the very first 
scene of the episode, Finn is oh, wearing it. Oh, I see. It's a very gift of the Magi kind of thing. Yeah, they're gonna walk outside Except and be very Rachel cold. Didn't, Rachel didn't sell her bangs. <laughs> so I mean, yeah. Well, no, it, that was I, I made that joke later because we're getting to it anyway. But like, essentially. Rachel feels guilty about being so privileged and is like, <laughs> hey, let's go do something that's not just for the benefit of Rachel. Yeah, um, we don't get a good shot of the earrings that Finn gives her. They're, uh, they're probably cheap. Let's be real. Well, <laughs> we, we, sort of, we know that there's like a stone, but we don't see that they're like star shapes or something. No. Which yeah, they should be, right? Yeah. I Listen, I want a shot of the bling. If someone's getting bling... I want a like a full shot of it. Well, Maggie, they're Matthew returning. Morrison. They're returning it for twenty percent of the value in order to throw cash into a bucket. So yeah, so we we cut to the final scene of the episode. Sam and Rory are bell ringing because Christmas has to be sad, so they are spending <laughs> it outside ringing bells to get money from people, which is obviously a good thing to do. Well, I've heard yeah. stuff about the Salvation Army though. Like, I feel like I there are too. better places to donate money. Um, if you want to do that for Christmas, which you should, but I think that's a good thing to do. But like, we can't tell tales out of school though, because we haven't done true. any research or anything. True. So Finchel shows up to Bell also, and we well, find out yeah. that they have hawked both of their gifts, yes, uh, an iPod for Finn and Rachel's earrings to. I, they didn't sell the star. No, and, to put all their money into <laughs> the salvation bucket. Can you sell those? No, I don't want this star. I'd like to return it, please. I don't uh, know. Well, it's already named, sir. No, I mean you can change the name. No, it's it's in the official registry as Finn Hudson. Who would want this fucking star? You ruined it. <laughs> it's lost all its value. Um, no, I mean it's just I don't. I understand the well, message is, here, but this like this is the moral, Sam. Yeah. This is where we're supposed. This is like the the emotional heart of the episode. Well, they sure fucked it up then. <laughs> I, I it doesn't really come across that way. No, I'm making a joke. Yeah. Uh, th- then they all ring bells at the very end of the episode, and Rachel finally says "Happy Hanukkah." Yes, I know. I did write down that she does say "Happy Hanukkah," which I appreciate. Um, but yeah, a ton of people also all show up to donate money as soon as Rachel and Finn start ringing the bells, which seems really realistic. So, well, it was because the um the movie yeah let out right or of whatever. course yeah that's what it was on the other side um, of the street. Yeah, so that's the episode. That's, it. that's, that's it. the whole thing. Are you filled with Christmas cheer? No. <laughs> Are you ready for I... a Christmas version of the podcast business? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you! I have to edit this. <laughs> You just have to put some jingle bells underneath the gotcha. okay. the star bit. <laughs> okay. Christmas business. Pa- podcast what's business. A, what's, podcast what's the business. jingle bells mel- med- melody? Sing it for me. Podcast, podcast business, podcast business, podcast business. But it's a metaphor. And metaphors are important. Gold stars are important because gold stars are a metaphor for me being a star. <laughs> okay <laughs> okay that's done um, we are expert carolers you're welcome so as we do each week we are forced to give this episode a gold star a best number and a rating in slushies um i will go yeah. first with my gold star um i feel like this one's actually no it's not this episode sucks in terms of like people like it's a f- i'll give it to like we'll get to the rating it's fine but who the hell am I supposed to give a gold star? 
I I landed on Sue. I landed on giving a gold star to Sue oh. because she's giving back okay. and like honestly, I feel like she, she has the heart. Like she if you want me to actually have like if you wanted me to point to someone who like does a good thing in this episode, the only person I can really think of is Sue because she's like I don't know why y- you have to like base it as like who's the most moral. Like it's not it's mostly it's, it's who you enjoy it's who you enjoyed the most. Even it's yeah. who you think deserves a gold star, Sam. Yeah, I think Sue deserves a gold star Sue. because she decided sure. to organize an event at the homeless shelter where they fed everyone and entertained all these children with song. Like, sure. That's good. That's a really cool thing. And like, she also, I don't know. It's just also, I hate, I hate I, li- I liked Rachel. it when she called, I liked it when she called Blaine young Burt Reynolds. Yes. That was very good too. Uh, I am giving my gold star to Rachel Berry. <laughs> I fucking, I, the re- I can't do it though. Cause it's so stupid. Mm-hmm. Like her whole thing is so I lo- dumb. I loved it. I ate the camp right up. It, like, <laughs> The fact that, like, Rachel is, for some reason, like, obsessed with Christmas doesn't really make all that much sense. <laughs> well, it's and because apparently she, she's, she, yeah, she's obsessed with things, Maggie. She's obsessed with gifts. She's very materialistic which is not, now. like, I mean, it's not, like, a very consistent Rachel thing. <laughs> no. Like, this has not really been a thing before. <laughs> but I really enjoy Rachel in the episode overall, especially in the Holiday Spectacular. I think she just does a great job, and I love her so much. That's fair. Um, yeah. So let's let's talk about. And I the- haven't oh. I haven't given Rachel a gold star in forever. That's so true. That's a good point. She deserves it. Yeah. Um, so let's move on to best number. Let's just run through real quick all of the numbers that were in this episode. So we started, of course, with "All I Want for Christmas Is You," um, mm-hmm. and then we had "Blue Christmas." Yes. And then we had uh, no, that's Tiny Town. River Mitchell's River. Um, and then we had "Extraordinary Merry Christmas." Yep. Um, and then we had uh, Let It Snow at the beginning of the special. Then we had My Favorite Things. And uh, Santa Claus is Santa coming Claus to town. Santa Claus is coming to town. The Christmas wrapping. Yep. And do they know it's Christmas? Yes. Oh, God. Just so many Christmas I burped, songs. I just burped also. We just burped together in tandem. <laughs> welcome, welcome to Sam and Maggie's digestive systems. Um <laughs> But no, uh, no. I'm going to give best number two, All I Want for Christmas is You. We talked about it at the beginning, but like, seriously, this is a dope version of the song. Like, yeah, it's it very is. good. Like, it is. I, I'm going to say it outright. You know, I sort of tiptoed around it earlier. It's better than Mariah. <laughs> oh, God. Amber I Riley. I love Amber Riley. Yeah, Amber Riley is a genius, and it's a shame that she hasn't put out a Christmas album. I would listen to the shit out of that. <laughs> Fair enough. I am giving my best number to Let It Snow. Yeah. I by mean, Clayne. much better than the last duet. Much better than the last much Christmas better. duet. Much so. better. Much better than the last Christmas duet. Uh, Kurt does some for real dancing. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. And the scat play. So, um, <laughs> come on. <laughs> it's Christmas. <laughs> Maggie, some of us want very special gifts for Christmas. Um, <laughs> and it's, it's poo it's- <laughs> on your chest. So, so let's talk the about next, the, the next thing rating. is the ratings. <laughs> so I split my rating in two for this. Um, oh, and one of them. Oh, are you are you giving the spectacular and the episode <laughs> no. proper different ratings? No, I'm giving. I, I I have a rating that I'm going to count for realsies, which is my Christmas rating, um, okay. and then I have a real rating, which is like oh, in context of like this is an episode of Glee. Um, okay. 
I'm giving it five slashes out of five for context Damn. of Glee because this episode is so like the plots are terrible. The like whole thing is just stupid and like silly, and that's why I'm at giving it two out of five slushies for the real ra- like for my Christmas rating. Because <laughs> in the context of like this is a Christmas episode, so like it's supposed to be disconnected from everything else, and like none of the characters are supposed to be consistent, and none of the like shit is supposed to make sense because it's just supposed to be fun. It is that. It is very much that. They do sing some problematic songs, and there are some things where I'm just like, what? Which is why it's still two out of five slushies. But like, yeah. But it's, it's just the full five when it's yeah. in context of, like, why did you, like, there has to be a way you can do a Christmas episode that has some consistency, right? Like, and is not terror, like, isn't, like, weird and, like, Sam hates Christmas being fun. Like, what is that even yeah. supposed to be? Oh. I don't know. Uh, okay. So before I go, I go to my rating, I realized that I forgot. I have a note in here. I wanted to split my, t- my star between Rachel and Kurt. Oh, okay. So. Sure. Yeah, Judy Garland in the flesh. Exactly. Okay, so we're going to have a... This is going to be historic, okay? (laughs) This is a a historic split on Sam and Maggie Hakley because I'm giving this episode zero out of five slushies. How? How you do that? (laughs) I loved it. (laughs) I I thought it was great. I... (laughs) I okay, like here- just really genuinely was full of Christmas cheer for real. So I understand where you're coming from because I wavered on this a little bit while we've been recording this episode. But part of it is that like we have some of the classic things that Glee does that are just bad, which is like yeah. we had some lampshading about Artie, yep. like ableism against Artie. We I had know. Some, yes. like, <laughs> we had some like weird songs that are frankly inappropriate, yeah. especially for the poor, setting. Poor- Yes, poor song choices. Also, we had very char- like a lot of character inconsistency, especially with Rachel. Yeah, like I don't know. It's just I completely I understand because it's very fun. But if like yeah, if it wasn't Glee, I think it'd be great. Like, but this is supposed. I don't know. Like, listen, I think the holiday spectacular is the best. One of the best things that Glee has ever done. Like being yeah. a lo- like allowing the show to be ridiculous without explanation is what it needs. Well, I think part of it though, also um, I do have a little bit like with the cinematography, like it's very season one glee with like a lot of shaky hand cam, which is nauseating. And also like the pretentiousness of having a segment (laughs) that is in black and white is un like forgivable. I can't. I loved it. I can't. <laughs> oh god. Um, I just, go. I just really enjoyed the ham. the The camp yes. was like what I wanted. I wish. I guess part of it is I wish that they didn't have the weird moralizing bit where Rory yeah, like says sure. the bit like steals the stuff from the Bible and also yeah I don't like, like that either <laughs> that Sam like grandstands about how Christmas is supposed to be sad I, like didn't I need sort of any of that. that. I sort of love that also because it's just like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> like, why are you playing this sad music under like Sam of all people saying that Christmas must be sad? Like, what are you saying? Like, I love, I loved it. I thought it was like ridiculous and so stupid, and I'm just about it. That's fair. No, that's I completely understand. <laughs> I just like for me, it doesn't. It's not. It doesn't entirely work. Like, I don't yeah. buy in at that. It just point. didn't really click for you yeah. this time. Yeah. 
I, no, I mean, I'm pretty sure the next Christmas episode is going to be set. It's it's like set in the past. It's weird. The okay. next Christmas episode is going to be a lot weirder than this one. <laughs> oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> That's part of it is honestly like well, d- n- now that okay. we've established that this episode was pretty much intentionally trying to rip off the Charlie Brown Christmas special. Yeah. I am more excited for what comes in the future for Glee because I need well, to I'm know. Well, I'm not sure they're going to do this again. Oh. So, Sam, in context of the other Glee Christmas episodes, how does this one rank for you? Um, What did they do in season one? Did they even do I'm anything? Not sure. I, they didn't have one. I mean, obviously, this one has to be better than last year's. Cause, this, like, this one's better than The Grinch? <laughs> yes. Like, at least, even though Charlie Brown Christmas special is moralizing, which comes through in this as well, is that, like, Christmas is about Jesus and not about stuff. Yeah. Like, which is not exactly my favorite moral. Um, it's still like, better than The Grinch like, one. Like, the Christmas commercialism does not have to have the Christian sentiment, right? No. Like, it can just be about... Like being like, oh, Christmas is actually about family and love and togetherness. Or, yeah, or yeah, I mean, and I think Glee tried to sell it a little bit like this, especially with like the Rachel stuff, especially since she's Jewish. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but, like Happy Hanukkah. I I felt like that Happy Hanukkah line was Leah Michelle knowing who the character of Rachel Berry is, and like finally getting the chance to like not be on script. She said Happy Hanukkah. Yeah, I mean. One of the showrunners is Jewish, and like we've mm-hmm. seen it in the past of like very Jewish inspired things. Like I love the joke where they where she's like, "I named her Barbara after my hero," and hopefully the kids that eat her will be inspired just like I was by my Barbara. Um, and Finn is like, "Oh, so she's yeah. a kosher pig, kosher pig," which is a very funny joke. <laughs> like, but like I don't know, it's just like I think Lee was trying to make a like secular like stuff shouldn't matter as much during Christmas time message, but they use the very Jesusy part. Like, yeah, like the Charlie Brown Christmas special doesn't come off as very like non-secular until the part where they read the Bible. Like, yeah, the plage, <laughs> the straight up plagiarizing of Linus on the stage. Yeah. yeah so like <laughs> the same thing, like, I don't know. So what, are, what are we doing here? Are you trying to convince me to change my rating? No, it's not. Happening. Absolutely not. You, I, I honestly, <laughs> I wish that I could give this zero out of five slushies because I think it might be the most, one of the more fun episodes of Glee, like, especially in like self-referential humor. Yeah. But I can't like, I want it to I'm be not, better. I'm not going to make you. you I know. know. I know. I, I'm, I'm actually sort of glad that we're having this split for the first time, you know? Yeah. I'm not, to be fair, my real rating is around, like, two out of five. The, like, overall context, five out of five because it's just stupid. (laughs) Okay, so that's... That's all of it. Yeah, that's everything. Right? Um, uh, we have concluded that this episode was stupid. What's the next one? <laughs> the next episode is season three, episode ten. Yes slash no. Um, the problem is this the is this the the Valentine's Day? Um, I'm not episode? sure because the Netflix icon definitely has Will in a top hat and Emma in a wedding dress. So oh no, yeah. oh no. <laughs> Oh no! It's the, it's the Wemma proposal. Yes. No. See, that's the thing. Um, I the problem that I have is in concluding that this episode is stupid. The problem is that lots of Glee episodes are stupid. This one yeah. was also fun. Like <laughs> most yes. of them are stupid and not fun. That one 
super fun. So like, yeah, we'll see. Next week I'm not I don't have high hopes. Okay, it's not it's not the Valentine's Day episode. I wouldn't think so. I I mean no. I hope. Yeah. Um but yeah, so I I don't know. We'll see. It looks like it's going to be terrible cuz it definitely involves some kind of wemma marriage thing in it. Um but it, it's 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 so refreshing to have episodes without Will in them. Yeah, for the I, most part. Again, so. less Will would have been better in this episode. I know he had like three lines, but like less than less, that, please. Even less. <laughs> but yeah, Matthew Morrison, you want to be a director? Cool, stay behind the camera. Um, but in the meantime, uh, we have a Twitter and a Facebook. Um, we're at and an Instagram and an Instagram. Uh, Twitter is at SNM Hate Glee. Facebook is facebook.com slash SNM Hate Glee. And Instagram, I think, is just SNM Hate Glee, right? That's right. Cool. Um, and then on top of that, you can also email us at snmhakely at gmail.com. And we love hearing from you. You should so. share everything you wish to share with us. Maybe you felt completely different about this Christmas episode than both me and Sam. Maybe oh, you were really you? Mid- middle of the road about it. <laughs> okay. Uh, if you like what we do, please consider supporting us on Patreon at Sam and Maggie Hakely. That's the slash. Um, well, it's I think it's SNM, SNM Hakley. Hakley. Yeah. But if you search uh, Sam and Maggie Hakley on Patreon, you should be able to find us. Yep. We push a lot of our donations to donating to LB- LGBT organizations like the Trevor Project right yes. now because we want to advocate for LGBTQAI plus people. Like Glee wanted to, but was not successful doing. Yeah, I do. There was one thing about this episode that I noticed while I rewatched it, which is that like Blaine and Kurt are so like openly gay at school. It's lovely, isn't it? Yeah, like, like they're so in love, and... and no one cares. Like like all of the other people are just like, yeah, it's a thing, and then like it feels good. But and Brittany and Santana are so obviously in love in this episode, also because yes. they're just on top of each other all the time, and I love <laughs> it. It's just great. Yes, but no. So yeah, especially because we're not there quite yet. But there is a subplot in this season that gets pretty heinous when it comes to trans people. So get ready for that. Um, but Woo. until then. There are some other things. Maggie, you can reach her online. Well, you can't yes. reach her. You can find her her and her work online. If you go to mcar.biz and you also go to Instagram, mcar.jpeg, J-P-E-G. You can check Sam out on his other podcast, All Out Brawl, uh, that he does with his boyfriend, Chris. It's about Magic the Gathering. Yes. Are because- you having a Christmas episode for that one? Yes, actually. Kind of. Well, okay. Actually, unfortunately, we're not. It doesn't matter. I'll talk about on that (laughs) instead. If you want want to know more, guess what? Check out next week's episode. Except it'll probably be two weeks ago because we actually, we record like a day in advance. So, um, (laughs) I know. It's it's the nightmare I've chosen. We We need to end this episode because either Sam has cut a lot of this garbage out or this ending is... A pile well, of trash. We're actually pretty pretty light on time this week. So to, we are. To let everyone have a sweet breath of relief, um, let's end it. Uh, so until next week, I've been Sam. And I've been Maggie. And we hate Glee. From the top. Ha, 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 ha.